Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Egg Block. It has been a minute. I am Marshall Ferguson. Thank you for being here. You can follow me on social media at TSN underscore Marsh. And of course, at CF Perspective is where you can find the podcast to get everything that you want leading up to the 2022 CFL draft. Yeah, that's right. We're getting ourselves ready around here. We've been going out to some of the regional combines, the West Regional coming up this week, a lot of big names there. And then, of course, the main show coming up at the end of the month. There's way too much talent at the National Combine for there not to be great coverage of it. So we're going to aim to give you all sorts of stuff from there, whether it be video, written, podcast, all the rest. So make sure that you're following at CF Perspective in order to get all of that. And uh, we'll make that as available to you as humanly possible. One of the players who will be at that National Combine coming up at the end of the month, he's going to be there with his brother. It's going to be a bit of a theme with the Philpot brothers going in there as well, is Trey Ford, the quarterback of the Waterloo Warriors. And if you were listening to our coverage from the Ontario Regional Combine, you probably heard me trying not to dive deep into the Trey Ford conversation when Connor, Wade, and I were standing around fieldside. But inevitably, when you start talking about the draft and the combine and the most interesting conversations that you can have, I believe, are around quarterbacks, adding in Canadian quarterbacks and the rarity of them in the CFL in the past. Then all of a sudden you get this dynamic of the Rourke's and the Michael O'Connor's of the world. And Trey Ford is next. And Trey Ford is a different player than any of those that are in the league right now that are Canadian quarterbacks, up and coming Canadian quarterbacks. And really, many of the names that you're familiar with from the last decade plus of Canadian quarterbacks. So he's an interesting evaluation, and we'll do plenty of that as we go throughout this spring here and lead into the draft. And even once he gets selected, which he's going to get drafted, I think, in the top 20, based on what I've heard from some people, then we start to figure out, okay, how will they use him? And that's up for discussion as well. But for now, I just wanted to catch up with Trey because I saw him throwing the ball around at Waterloo. And I said, hey, can we throw a headset on and just catch up? And this isn't a very long podcast. It's a fairly quick, efficient one. But there's some interesting quotes in here that I think will grab people's attention when it comes to how Trey wants to attack moving forward, the position he wants to play, how he wants to be known, and how he is trying to reshape his body in ways that for mere mortals... Not the easiest thing to be able to accomplish. Here is Trey Ford of the Waterloo Warriors right here on Canadian Football Perspective. All right, Trey, I tracked you down in the house that Trey Ford built. (laughs) I don't know why they didn't name this thing after you, because I was actually just saying to Vince Magri from the Argonauts, I'm like, I've never been inside here. He goes, nobody has. I was like, Okay, I wasn't sure if I was oblivious or if this is new or like what has been, but this place is awesome, man. You must be enjoying this so much to get ready for everything that you got coming up. Yeah, it's definitely fantastic. I have uh, just got built like this year pretty much, but um, yeah, no, it's great to come in here and have indie sessions. Obviously come in here, work on com- combine drills. They just hosted the combine here as well. But um, yeah, it's nice. Before we had to drive like 15, 20 minutes and we'd have 6.30 morning practice and it's like, it's tough. You got to get up 5.30 to get there drive back all over the place not all college people have cars as well yeah i know that. So. that's that's not the easiest thing in the world so you're getting ready for obviously cfl combine but i was just talking to you on the side there and you're doing a pro day uh coming up tell us what the details are on it and what you're uh, working towards here uh, so i haven't got a ton of details on it yet all we know is it's going to be at university of buffalo nice um it kind of just got a time it says show up at this time so kind of just really see how it goes. Um, I guess my agent and stuff's going to get more information this following week considering it's coming up. So. Good, good. Yeah, that's nice to hear that it's all coming together for you. I know um, 
the way that that you played and progressed through final season and then going through the Bulls and all the rest, uh, you handled it really well, man. Like, I, I was admiring it from far. I know I called you the day after you go on the heck Crichton, and you're like, yeah, I got to go run. Like, I'm running a track right now, so please leave me alone. I was like, yeah, I get it, I get it. I just wanted to check in and, and, and make sure that you knew how much people that have seen what you've done at Waterloo appreciate it. Like, have you felt in the last while, like, you've gotten a better sense of, yeah, my time at Waterloo was awesome, and we accomplished a lot of different things, but are you starting to get kind of like the old man from the outside in looking at and being like, damn, no, I haven't really got there yet. Uh, oh. I think partially because I haven't left yet. Yeah. Right. So I'm still here. I'm kind of just in my day to day routine. Um, but I think once I do leave, I'll look back at it and definitely change the culture of Waterloo um, on the field, in the locker room, and everything. Uh, Bert's also been a big, very big piece of that. So, but uh, yeah, it's nice to just turn the program around. When you watch the way that people are talking now about Nathan out in BC and Michael joining him and all the rest is, uh, does it give you hope whether it's on either side of the border that it's, it just doesn't matter anymore, but where you're looking, cause we were talking earlier today, hosting a podcast. And we we're just like, like if, if Trey's on the field, I don't give a damn where he's from. It doesn't matter if you're from Europe, Asia, Australia, Canada, it doesn't matter at this point. Like I feel like that, that line is becoming less and less significant from where I'm standing, but I'm wondering how you feel about it. Um, yeah, for sure. I, not 100% sure where CFL teams want to put me or anything, but I know I really want to explore opportunities as a quarterback. Uh, I definitely want an opportunity at that before I consider flipping positions or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, you yeah, know, I definitely think I'm a quarterback, and I think I can compete at that level as well. The, the interesting thing that I talked to a couple of people here today was, obviously with the CFL, there's the rule that you dress the two quarterbacks, not the three, but you'd like to have the emergency quarterback. And I feel like it's inevitable just because of your athleticism, not despite your ability to play quarterback, but because of your athleticism on top of playing quarterback, the teams are going to say, hey, if we get you, we might dress you, we might work you into some of these other spots, but you are our developmental quarterback, our two, our three. We just have to list you on the roster, you know, bunny ears, quotations, as a receiver, as a running back, as a whatever. Are you open to that, or does the distinction of not being listed as a quarterback make you feel like, eh, I don't know if that's the right spot for me? Um, so to me personally, that doesn't really matter. Like, if they want to, they can label me whatever they want, but I do want to have the opportunity as a quarterback, yeah. for sure. So obviously, like in the training camp preseason, having an opportunity to be a quarterback there. But um, at the end of the day, like, I'm also, I say I'm a little bit stubborn, but like, if I go and I'm not producing on the field as a quarterback, then I fully understand. I mean, it's a business. They're trying to win games. If I'm not doing that, perfectly understand it. But I just want to get the opportunity to show that I can. Yeah, totally. So. But I also think, like, you've earned the right to be stubborn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. you've played quarterback. You've been a great quarterback. I, don't, I, I can't imagine somebody that's produced and played the way that you have over the long term going in and someone, you know, a team saying, well, we don't think you're that guy. And you're like, okay. And you just move on yeah. and you switch to a different position. Like, that would be so wrong to me based on what you've done. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I'm waiting, too. I mean, obviously, the draft is coming up. I know people are like, oh, you think you're going to go in the first round or this, that. I don't really care. I want to go in as a quarterback for, at the end of the day. So, um, that's the big goal for me. And I just want to pursue that opportunity, like I've been saying. So. Are, are you having fun with it, though? Like, it, me, Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, I love football. I have a blast playing football all the time. Uh, there's nothing better than throwing that perfect spiral, perfect spot. So, that's good, man. I, I just, again, as I feel like I'm the old head. Connor's standing next to us here as I, I do this podcast with Trey Stan at the field. And uh, I just, from where I have seen people go through Canadian quarterbacking, it, sometimes it hurts me when I get the sense that guys aren't actually getting to enjoy the amount of 
effort and work that you've put into it. And I know how much you care about this. So it's like, I just hope you get a chance to enjoy it and like laugh through it and smile and embrace the process and all the rest. Cause you got to realize, man, like how rare it is to be in your position and have, have the opportunities that you do. Right. Like I, I just, I sound like the old man preaching right now, but I, I hope that you get a chance to kind of soak that in. Yeah, no, I mean, as like a leader too, I always try to stay positive and have a good time. I mean, obviously joking around in the locker room, joke around a little bit on the field, but there's times where you can, you know, joke around and stuff. And there's times where you got to be serious when you're on the field, obviously yeah. trying to script plays, going through everything. But um, I think it's good to have a really good balance of those two things. No doubt. And uh, the last couple of things I wanted to ask you about here is the uh, the body stuff you were just telling me about, whether it's diet, weight, what you're trying to work your way towards. What what are you trying to do with your body in, in the near future to get yourself ready for whatever comes next? Yeah, so I want to be about 200 or 205 going into the combine. Um, and after that, if teams want me to put on more weight, I'd definitely be open in doing so where are you at now just so people have a reference point uh, for. like 200 right now yeah. so i kind of wanted to stay similar to where i am now for the combine and after that i'll put on weight so Interesting. yeah and it's i have great respect for anybody that can decide to put weight on because i spent four years trying to put weight on. oh no yeah it, it's like <laughs> it's actually crazy like i know they want Toro to lose a little bit of weight he was i think at like 203 or 204 at some point okay. but um yeah he he has a hard time losing weight and i have a hard time gaining weight it's just kind of at that level. He's like, I could probably gain 10 pounds in a week just going home and eating. He eats pretty good, too. <laughs> but, like, I'm just like, I can't do, like, it's like 12 o'clock, and I'm just like, oh, I got 1,000 calories left. <laughs> so What's on, the, what's on the, the rotation of the menu right now? What are you trying to shove into your face? Uh, there's, not, there's not a ton of rotation, but uh, it's a lot of egg whites, uh, a lot of tuna, uh, Salmon sometimes mix it in. Salmon's pretty good. So salmon's the fancy meal, though. That's like yeah. when you want to get that yeah, stuff. Then, the uh, difference in price point between salmon and tuna. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then um, I have a little bit of uh, chicken in there, a bunch of different kinds of versions. And uh, my go-to meal right now is probably ground chicken. I like to do it with ground beef, but you know, there's a lot more fat yeah, and beef. Yeah. So ground chicken, and so you put some of the beans on it, maple brown beans. It's really, really good. Oh. That's my go-to. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, I don't know. I grew up on it though, so I would ha have a kid. I have it as a kid a lot. So. See, that's the difference between you and me, because my go-to meal when I was a kid was called banana milk and sugar. My mom would literally just chop up a banana, pour it in a bowl with milk, and then put white, <laughs> white, unrefined sugar on top of me. Like, here, health, it's yours. Go, be yeah. an athlete. So, <laughs> that's great, man. Well, I'll let you go. Thank you for stopping by and hanging out a little bit with us, and uh, I'm sure that we'll be checking in and around the draft with you again. No problem. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Perfect. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Trey Ford. As I say, a fast one, but one that we got to the point on because Trey doesn't really mess around. He's pretty efficient on the field, definitely efficient with his feet running around, making people miss and in conversation as well. So I really enjoyed being able to bring that to you. And I know that we'll catch up again later on after the combine, perhaps maybe right before the draft, maybe right after the draft to find out how everything went for him and break it down for you. But this podcast, of course, has been brought to you by our friends at Fox 40. Start your season off right with products from our partners at Fox 40. Outfit your coaching staff with custom logoed Fox 40 whistles, gear, coaching boards, and more. You can visit fox40shop.com and use the code CFP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Got a great breakdown episode coming up for you this week. Myself and Derek Taylor talking about our favorite storylines of the CFL offseason. And this week on The Daily Show with Mike Daly and myself, Speedy B, Brandon Banks himself, will be joining as we will be discussing contract negotiating in the Canadian Football League. Considering what Speedy just went through, 
And that one's going to be pretty interesting to find out how he danced his way and ended up with the Toronto Argonauts here in 2022. I appreciate you listening and following along at TSN underscore Marsh at CF Perspective is where you can find us again. We will talk to you coming up soon right here on the CFP podcast feed.